Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our continued coverage of the Oz I'm on autopilot. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to our coverage of Joe Millionaire to Airport. <laughs> Starting over. No, we're just <laughs> okay. Hi, Jared's here. Hi, it's 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 great to be back. I am looking forward to this uh, total drama slash two millionaire slash amazing race <laughs> recap. I mean, it's the crossover event of of the millennium. Yeah, so. we just update everybody on all the TV that's been on. Episode seven, of the amazing race, just happened. Not just happened, but. It, it aired, and we're going to talk about it. We're early in recording, so it's probably going to come out sooner, the episode, our recap. But, uh, yeah. Kristen, what did you think? What did you think of the episode? I've been liking this season. Like, the tasks are pretty straightforward. I'm I'm into it. That's great news. Jared, what do you think? Yeah, I think this was a good episode. I think there's lots of personality shining through for all the teams, and there were just so many uh, fun moments and, and bad strategizing throughout the leg. It was interesting interpretations of strategizing as well, because I have mm. some notes about the way people perceive things happening, which I don't think is the situation, like the reality of it. The only critique I would have of the episode is that there was like hardly any lead changes. Like, it was mm. like, Everyone was in the order pretty much, like, one or two slight overtakes, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was the only thing that, like, kind of let it down for me. And, you know, they're, like, trying to build it up, like, oh, you know, Lulu and Lala, they passed the pharmacy. Uh-oh, they're going to be last. <laughs> and it's, like, they went to stop for directions. Are they going to be last? And it was just, like, they tried to build some excitement into a, like, non, like, super, like, exciting, like, leg change. Like, nothing really happened that way. But like like you guys said, enjoyable episode. I think that Jared, like the personalities are coming through. Not as many quotes from Dusty this episode, I will say. So I ha- I have one from Ryan. Yeah, no, Ryan Ryan I was gonna say <laughs> Ryan came in uh demand when, when the other mm. one couldn't supply. So uh-huh. producers gave him a nudge about mentioning being in prison and he delivered. That's <laughs> all the time. I I really thought that he would stop talking about that by now, but it's like the only thing he has to talk about. It's kind well, we of got sad. that and the resurgence of, uh, well, they didn't say their job, but the flight attendants mentioned that they lost their job. Mm-hmm. 
But like, it's like back to the, the classic stories. Like maybe we'll get more of Natalia's, uh, you know, wedding that she had before the race started again. Uh, we'll see if we'll hit all those check marks again at some point. But yeah, it definitely seemed like they were like, okay, we're down to five teams. You got to really got to amp it up now, everyone. Especially Ryan, who was probably lacking the most. Mm-hmm. But he's richer, so he's he, he doesn't care. <laughs> but yeah, so this episode, pretty standard. Uh, they didn't travel. They didn't fly anywhere. They just had a self-driving episode, which didn't seem too complicated because everyone, no one really got lost. Uh, but pretty standard fare. They had to, they started where they finished or whatever, and then they had to get to this watchtower, which was just pretty much drive along the coast, and they get there, and teams are running, and then they've got to get to this, like, scenic viewpoint to then eat, like, this specialty cheese, which is, like, coated with maggots. They, like, build it as, like, special, like, this, like, famous cheese of the region, uh, but they didn't really explain it. They just said, this is special <laughs> cheese. You got to eat it. Um I don't know how that happens where you get like maggots on cheese, but maybe we could ask Dusty because he's a cheese maker. <laughs> if he knows how that happens. Maybe he knew the process. Maybe that's the cheese he made and was confused when there was no bugs last week. But I, I was excited to see a, um, like non, like roadblock detour task. Like it wasn't a big thing. But it was like nice to have that extra layer of something to do. And some teams struggled with it, although it didn't change the order. Some teams struggled with it, which was nice to see. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just like a fun challenge. Like uh, we always used to see those on Survivor. Not much anymore, but this is a nice thing. Kristen, you love the maggot cheese. You eat it. I, I don't love the like, here's food that people like in the country. And like, we're going to say how gross it is, but I don't know if it's like is it like something they like there i don't know but it is like there's like an entire wikipedia page dedicated to maggot cheese so it is a thing um but yeah i i think we mentioned this last week that like when there's a task kind of outside of the main like detour roadblock stuff i like i like when there's something else to do for sure and i felt like the the race did this well with the fact that they weren't like oh, look how weird this culture is. They mm-hmm. do that, like, it felt, like, appropriate. Like, this is not a traditional American thing or anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it, it's just atypical. So I thought that they did it pretty well. I'm like, what could have been? Yeah. Did you did you write down the Ryan quote here? Oh, yes. Do you, do you want me to say now? I'll say now. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, Ryan said, but it wasn't anything worse than what you get in prison. Better view, same food. <laughs> I also wrote down better view, same food. That made me laugh so hard. I mean, he's probably not too wrong. <laughs> but yeah, that just took, I was waiting for like, I'm like, the episode starts. And I'm like, all right, how many dusty quotes am I going to get? And I was like, none. And then Ryan comes out with this, like, <laughs> out of nowhere, left of field, like, comment. And I was just like, oh, never mind. It's Ryan. And then the other quote that I caught in this moment was when Lulu and Lala were doing it. And the cheese guy was talking about. How like oh the worms they jump inside you and it's just like they're trying to like stomach this and he's like egging them on. Uh-huh. Jared, do you like the the cheese challenge? Did you eat this cheese? Cheese? Um, I would if I was forced to. Um, I appreciate that the American prison system is is uh, serving up Corsican del- delicacies uh, <laughs> to their inmates. Um, 
No, this was good. I, I was, I'm also glad that we're getting some tasks outside of the roadblock and detours. I wish that maybe it was a little bit more difficult. Um, have them eat like the whole cheese roll instead of just a piece on some bread. Um, but no, it was fun. I did love just like the man too. The man at the tower with like a rifle for whatever reason. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, yeah. why? He's just, they've just got this man and he's just guarding, I don't know, guarding the coastline of Corsica with a rifle. Like, is that what they do? Um, it was just, it was just odd, but it made me laugh. And it has like, um, production like member they're like oh we don't have some- someone canceled last minute like let's just throw all these like random loose like props we have mm. like it didn't feel like necessarily culturally relevant um he must have been some like guard at the tower but yeah it's just it, he was great he had so much personality you know during the beginning of the challenge we have kim who's like asking him like so many questions like how does the how do they get in today like, like the whole process of like how the maggots get into the cheese, and she is just like grilling him. Did she and, like, ask had... too if it was one large worm that they'd cut up into smaller pieces? <laughs> I was like, um, I don't think so. <laughs> and then those like cut up pieces are moving independently. <laughs> yeah, I think she asked if they were moving too, if they were alive or something. Yeah, and like Penn in the background can barely like stomach the, the food. And and she's just like, oh, please tell me more. <laughs> mm. Whoever yeah. said as well that it was gross, and then like they apologize. They're like, oh, so- sorry, no, no offense. <laughs> yeah, like this one person's gonna be personally offended that some tourists don't like their food. And then so many of the teams were like, they like the way he like put it on the bread. Like they were dropping so much mm. of the cheese on the ground. I was like, does that mm. count? Like, I guess it does. Uh, most of it looked like they were just eating the bread and the cheese, but I mean, not that hard of a challenge. Like, and was the cheese had. dry or the bread dry? I couldn't understand <laughs> which of the two. I was just like a combo of both. I was thinking the same thing because I would think that like the cheese would make it not so dry, but they like every single team complained about that. But it seems weird that you would go to like a cheese eating challenge and be like, "Oh man, the bread's so dry. Can you do better?" Yeah. Like, it just seems like you talk about the cheese, but I've never heard of, like, a cheese being so dry that they, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of cheese in these last, in, in these two episodes, although mm-hmm. this wasn't as good as the meltdown last episode. <laughs> but yeah, after that, the teams get their, like, clue, and they have to move on to the detour, pretty much. They have to drive to the detour. Um, oh, but I should talk about the strategy. I was, this is where the strategy that I think, like, got so weird, because on the way there... Kim and Penn and Raquel and Kayla, they were working together, uh, like sort of working together, air quotes, aka Penn and Kim were just getting the way and the girls followed. But like when they like are about to leave, they're like the the flight attendants finish first. So they're about to leave and they're like, oh, we should stay and wait. And then Kim and Penn are like, oh, I wonder if they stayed. And Penn was like, oh, they stayed. I like them now. But, like, he totally missed the entire reason that they stayed. It wasn't necessarily to work with them or to, like, respect them or work in an alliance. It was just because they navigate better and they the other the flight attendants can't navigate. Like, it just seemed, like, so crazy that he was like, oh, they're such good people. They waited for us. Like, was this a part of what you were thinking, Jared, like, for strategy? Or is this just, like, a my own thing? Um, this and like there's there's parts further on that I think are like more like egregious and like just terrible <laughs> strategy at remembering stuff. Um 
But this this to me was weird because Kim and Penn are like getting all the directions and leading, and the flight attendants are kind of using them. Then Kim and Penn miss the turn off to this place. The flight attendants get there. You think if they were going to wait for them, they would wait at this point rather than like, oh, we're ahead now, run off and do the task, come back and then decide to wait. It was just odd. And and like we've mentioned, like the self navigation seemed fairly straightforward on this leg like maybe it was more complicated but it seemed like your classic kind of like island like main road just going around like the coastline and stopping off at points along the way so it was just odd to me that they chose this point to stop and then and then the fact too like you say they were obviously just stopping to use Kim and Penn for their navigation skills but then the flight attendants went first this time anyway so if Kim and Penn had like turned off and done something they wouldn't have noticed so it was just it was just a weird one well, it was weird, too, because I noticed, like, Penn said a comment. He's like, okay, we're going to follow you. Like, and I thought, oh, I thought this was, like, some deliberate sabotage of, like, oh, let them lead. And, like, if if they go the wrong way, they go the wrong way. But, like, I clearly think that they were, he was committed with working with them, like, no mm. matter what. So, it was, yeah, so it's just a weird situation. Kristen, did you notice anything about this, or was this just, like, off on our end? <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. I... <laughs> didn't want to exclude you from our conversation so thanks i got you uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah so pretty much all the all the teams successfully get there and then they gotta go to the detour which i guess this could add to the situation of like oh like navigating like because the girl the flight attendants end up choosing the same task but like it seemed like oh maybe they weren't in the same location or something like that but they ended up being in the exact same location so like de- choosing the ro- the detour didn't matter at that point but anyway the two detours were row, row, row your boat and gently down the stream, which I liked the, the names of. Uh, challenges weren't that stellar. Oh, the one, the, the fish identification one turned out to be a lot more interesting based on the way the teams did it than I think would have been on paper. But row, row, row your boat, standard physical challenge. You got to row out, pick a fish, and then like collect all that fish in the, the lagoon. And then gently down the stream is this weird, like, submarine boat where you're, like, under the, like, on the bottom deck of the boat and you can see out and you've got to identify the 10 fish in order, which we saw, like, two sets of pairs accomplish this task, which brought clear, like, divisions of the strategy. Uh, Jared, just air your thoughts on this division of the strategy for this. Like, this was just... Kim and Penn and the, and the flight attendants, their strategy was okay, I suppose. Uh, I did think some of their methods for remembering were, like, a bit odd, like this black and white fish and, like, why is it Japan? Like, <laughs> the Japanese flag is white and red. It was just odd to me that you'd be, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like, zebra or something that that makes more sense to what the fish actually looks like. But I did appreciate that they just went down, like, this country track and they're like, okay, we've got... Although they had Barney for the first one, which is funny as well. Like uh, Barney, uh, Spain, Jamaica, uh, Japan. Um, it was an interesting strategy. My biggest complaint comes when the other pair gets there and it was a mess. The fact that everybody in that boat, Lulu, Lala, Arun and Natalia, are just all yelling out everything they see. <laughs> There's no method to like the madness at all. It's just, and then they get there, and then they're surprised that they get stuff wrong, and they're like, oh, oh, I, I never saw that fish, this, that, whatever else. It was just such a bad, like, division of labor. When they go back, it's like, 
the perfect strategy for the second time around of like, okay, let's just remember two each and then like somebody can pick up the extra couple. Um, but just so such bad strategy in that challenge, like full stop. It was just awful to watch. <laughs> like the moment when they're like blue, purple, and then <laughs> like, I think Arun says like, oh, this one's purple and green or, or whatever he says. And then like the other team, like some people look at it, it's like, that's blue. And it's just like, <laughs> The fact that they can't, like, identify the colors. They're literally just screaming colors. And then by the time you said, like, the third color that's different, you're like, wait, what was the first one? It was such a mess. Like you said, the code words was a lot better. Even if it didn't make sense to, like, the audience or whatever, like, it made sense to them. So that was good enough. But, yeah, it was such a hot mess when they went. Kristen, this had to be more exciting than you thought it was going to be on paper. Well, something I thought was really interesting was, like, they kept showing us, the viewers, like, shots from under the water, but, like, not from inside the boat. So we could see the fish super clearly, like, the first one. They kept saying it was, like, all different colors. Like, somebody called it blue. Somebody called it purple. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that fish is pink. Like, but then they would show it from inside the boat. And it's like, like, they did. Like, it was hard to see anything. So I kind of understand how they were getting confused. But my other my other problem with the uh, the second pair in there was why were I don't understand why they were working together when they knew they were last. Like, mm. what is the like, what is the purpose of that? Is it just you think you can win the foot race? Like, I just I know that they, you know, they probably had to be on the same on the same ride because that's how the challenge worked. But it just seemed a little odd to me that. Like, I'm pretty sure they knew they were in fourth and fifth, and they still chose to work together. And I don't really know what, like, the thought is behind that. The only thing I could think of was, like, if we get it done fast enough, we can be ahead of Ryan and Dusty. Like, that's mm. the only reason, other than, like, like they didn't want to do it twice. Which, yeah, I mean, if you me- fail, then you do it twice. Yeah, maybe they didn't show it, but, like, we saw – um I think it was the twins. They showed them the the like the paper with the the order on it, and they said no. And they didn't even show Arun and Natalia trying a different one. They just like went right back with the twins to get on the boat. Like again, maybe they didn't show it, but it was just kind of weird that like they were like really like dead set on working together. And I just thought it was a weird choice. I mean, you got your ride or dies, and they they were ride or dies for this leg of the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it, it's an odd choice, like, when you know you're behind. Especially in this, like, it's not like there was confusion. Yeah. We knew where everyone was. Everyone knew where everyone was. Yeah. Um, Jared, one thing I wanted to ask. Uh, when they – this only came up because you brought it up. But is the Barney reference lost on you? No, I get I get it. And I okay. think it was – it was a, that was – that to me was a more decent reference to what the fish looked like than, than Japan. Um but that just made me laugh that that was like Bonnie and then everything else was like countries of the world. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works, you know. On the other side of it, uh, slightly more interesting than it would be on paper. I mean, pretty standard. They have to find the fish. Um, but in the, the panic of Ryan and Dusty going as fast as possible, got to go, go, go. They like end up just tipping over their kayak. <laughs> and then like, I mean, it didn't turn out to be that like dramatic. They, did they cut to commercial? They probably did, mm-hmm. but like, it wasn't that dramatic. They were like, okay, we were just calm, we just focused, and then we flipped it over, and it worked. Although the first time they flipped it over, they got 
like half a bit full of water and it just sank again. But I mean, it was still a, a better wrinkle than probably what could have been where it just been super straight shot. They got it blah, 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 done. Uh, so a little su- surprised that they, they didn't like demolish it in one go. They had at least had a little bit of a struggle. Although, like I said, it didn't affect the standing of the race because everything seemed to be, you know, you get it done and everyone uh, kind of checks in at the same time. So, but it was nice to see that they had that, like that fail. So, and then from here, the teams traveled to the the fishing port or whatever, and then they've got to do the roadblock, which is repairing the net. And it seemed like that classic, like a te- like so like sewing the shirt or doing that fine motor skills task that we've seen on Amazing Race seasons before. And uh, it seemed to like stump trick some teams up on how to get it started, but like it seemed pretty standard once you got it that you were good to go. Uh, the only thing that like sort of changed up here was that in getting to the roadblock, Lulu and Lala stopped to ask for direction, which pushed them back a little. Uh, but most of the other teams kind of got in, figured it out after a little bit, and that was it. Uh, really not that exciting of a challenge. I, I don't know, Kristen, do you have anything to add to this? When when Phil was explaining it, did you was it Phil that explained it? Probably. Did you think that I mean, it was? I hope it wasn't some random person that showed up. I don't up. know. I don't know. Did you realize it was only one thing they had to fix? Like I thought it was like a whole net that they had to like fix multiple holes in. Like I was surprised that it was only one. Is that just me? No, I I felt the same. I thought they were going to have to like untangle this entire yeah. net and like comb through it for all these holes and like patch them all up so I was yeah. surprised as well when it was just one and the <laughs> fact that the one hole that it was was so like clearly signposted with all like the like yellow like tags around it so you could mm-hmm. find it straight away yeah I, I thought that was a little weird I also uh you know not that I'm super rooting for Ryan and Dusty but I'm sitting here going if Dusty chooses to do this like they're done they're out there's no way like there's no way he he'll be able to figure that out. So I was I was happy for them that Ryan was the one to choose to do it because I'm I'm certain he's the only one of the two of them that could do it. The one thing that like tripped me up was like when you explained it, like I thought that it was the one issue, but I thought it was like a huge like they had to really like this net was really ripped up. Like it was like a tiny like two by two square was slightly like bent and they're like, Oh, we gotta just knot it up a little bit. It was like such a small thing. Yeah, well, I'm sure what they did for the show is that they, like, took good nets and then just cut them all in, like, the exact same way because you have to be fair. So, I don't know. It did, did seem like – I mean, it's confusing because it looked pretty easy and pretty straightforward, but it seems like everybody struggled a little bit. Like, there was some kind of learning curve involved. So, I don't, I don't know. It was fine. It just didn't make, like, fantastic TV. No, it was, like, such boring TV. I was yeah. Like, Seeing just people, like, bent over on the ground, like, looking at a red (laughs) net. Like, it was so, like, visually uninteresting. Sweating uncontrollably. Yeah. And, like, they're like, oh, I didn't make the knot. Like, that was the commentary. (laughs) Like, I think Raquel and Kayla said, I didn't tie it tight enough, so I didn't make the knot. And then, like, uh, Ryan was like, oh, I have to do it four times. Like, that was the extent of the interesting commentary we got during the challenge. He did bring up the fact that he was in prison again, that he has to have patience. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, because if you don't have patients in prison, you'll not survive or something to that effect. Uh, we did get the, uh, like, part where Penn was, like, putting on his glasses. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he had the quote, I wrote his quote down. He's like, every time Ryan and Dusty take off their shirts, I put on my glasses. And he's like, it balances out everything. <laughs> uh, the, the the surprise, like, Penn picking up women with these, like, crazy glasses. And, like, Kim was right. She's like, her eye, his eyes get bigger. It was, like, it was super <laughs> magnified. Like, I thought that was weird, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was the extent of the interesting conversation that happened around the roadblock. And it wasn't about the roadblock. Uh, but, yeah, most of the teams, like, they got there. They figured out the learning curve. And then they moved on. It was pretty boring. I wish that there was more that we could say about it, but there really wasn't. And, like, there wasn't an exciting judge or, like, the person doing the task was sitting there quiet, I guess, because they have to. They can't say anything. But, like, nothing super exciting. Like, the judge was like, okay, or no. And that was mm. it. Um, it was, although we don't want the, like, hand-holding, but, like, still. It was so, like, viewer-unfriendly in that aspect because normally with these, like, judging tasks, you see, like, what the team has done wrong. But in this one, like, when teams got turned down, I was like, okay, something's wrong there but no idea what it is like it just wasn't possible to point out what they'd done wrong on the netting so it just it just was not great tv and these tasks aren't necessarily like conducive to being like bad tv it's just like this was just not a not a win like like we had that mail task which was the same kind of super simple concept like you got to do this but like when the teams, like, add the visual element of, like, oh, there's this, like, they add stuff to it, and there's more layers, like, this was just, so, yeah, like you said, nothing fun about this to watch. And, like, they, and like you said, they marked out the area where they had to do it. Like, how boring is it when you're, like, (laughs) you have this huge, like, say, this was, like, when they said there were, like, a thousand pieces of mail in that bin. Mm -hmm. It was, like, you have this huge net at all the supplies you need to fix it. And, like, the first, like, 20 seconds, like 10 seconds, you find the not like the hole. Mm. It's not like it was at the bottom of it. This like, you don't like teams weren't sprawling out the whole net. Like it was just, they made it too simple in the, like so many ways, even though it was challenging for the teams. And it's just like frustrating to like, especially for the last task. This was the last task before the end of the episode. And it just like kind of kills all the momentum. So then after that, you got to run to the pit stop, which is always nice to see. It's nice to actually have something, like, it's interesting to follow up the end of the episode compared to what that challenge was. Uh, but teams have to run to the pit stop at the cliff's top, and they have to look out for Napoleon, which is such a random element that they added. But I was glad that that, that was there. It was, like, a fun little twist to the to the checking in at the pit stop. But nothing too crazy. Uh, I just immediately thought, man, Akbar and Sherry would not have loved this end to the pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> so they would have been out. Even if they were ahead, they would have been out at this point. Uh, we would have heard like six or seven shut-ups at this point. <laughs> but yeah, so teams have to run up. They like get the like clue. They got to run past the pharmacy and then go up the hill. Uh, pretty standard. And then you have Napoleon, who like pointed in three different directions before letting teams know where he had to go. Like it was, he was like, this way, no, no, and then around, like he did, like a multi-step charade to get to the the answer, uh, which really amounted to nothing because it just meant walk behind him. 
But anyway, teams check in one by one, and they get greeted with the pit stop greeter who has some sort of liquid that they were going to give him. They never really clarified what it was. I'm assuming it was alcohol, but we can't really be for sure after we got maggot cheese at the beginning of the episode. But, yeah, they checked in. Nothing too crazy. The, they tried to build, the, like, the drama. Like, ooh, Lala Lulu, they passed the pharmacy. Maybe they're going to be last. But, like, I, like, could tell from the wide shots, like, when you see where the teams are, like, the, the, there was no way that that was going to be anything other than, like, La Lulu La checking in before Arun and Natalia. Uh, but it's not elimination. So they're saved for, what, third time? Well, they were. To, to be fair, they weren't actually really saved the first time. They were eliminated. So, mm. When those... COVID saved them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> COVID. Oh, God. This is so good. But, well, they were eliminated, then brought back. Then they got another non elimination. Then they got their first non elimination. And now the second non elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of how many times they were saved, they, they, they are the cat, like, with nine lives, as they keep saying. Which, I mean, is is a fitting theme for them, like to be to this this out of place team compared to everyone else, like to be still in it and still fighting for it. It's great, and and they're a fun team too. I like watching them. Any thoughts, Kristen, about the end of this episode? I know you were grateful for Nolan because you like Arun and Natalia. I do, but I feel like we're not even seeing that much of them. Like, I'm surprised that we're down to five teams and we're not seeing. Like, I feel like we're seeing a lot more of the other four teams so I'm pretty sure that there's like you know no chance that they're gonna have some you know surprise comeback from this um which is fine but uh can I can I give you a note uh while you guys were talking I was doing some research about uh, this cheese can I read you something <laughs> Do it. So there, you know how I said that there's a wikipedia page for this cheese um so Corsica is one of the places that they have it, but uh, Sardinia in Italy is the other place. And there's a section that says, because of the European Union food, hygiene, health regulations, the cheese has been outlawed and offenders face heavy fines. However, some Sardinians organize themselves to make it available on the black market where it may be sold for double the price of an ordinary block of cheese. Uh, as of 2019, the illegal production of this cheese was estimated as 100 tons per year worth between 2 to 3 million. Like, what is happening? <laughs> it also says that it's illegal in the United States. But, sorry, I just, yeah, thought was, I just thought that was pretty wild. The Amazing Race getting into illegal cheese trade. Mm. <laughs> I never thought it, they'd go here. It does add that there's, like, like, people are trying, like, people try to circumvent the rules by declaring it a traditional food which means it's been made the same way for 25 years so it's exempt from any kind of food hygiene regulations which doesn't seem that safe but uh yeah so this is not like i thought oh this is like some delicacy or something but like apparently it's like heavily uh monitored and (laughs) illegal in many places so i just thought i'd share that wait so is there anything against them like obviously like it's not illegal like what's the thing of like the show being able to do this i'm i'm guessing it has something to do with that section that says that like they they get around the ban by saying it's a it's a traditional food i don't know this explains the man with the rifle though (laughs) (laughs) 
he was about to be he was doing something illegal and was about to be shot down so he had to be prepared yeah, no wonder it was like way away from the center mm. of town like there was this yeah. lonely watchtower uh, it's all coming into focus now yeah well thank you dutiful researcher as <laughs> you're welcome you watch the movies that we don't want to uh, mm-hmm. if there's a movie on the uh, maggot cheese are you going to watch it no I think nope. I'm good Okay. I'll assign that to Colin as homework. Okay. Jared, final thoughts on the closing of this episode, the pit stop race, the, the mystery liquid at the pit stop. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. I think they kind of planned it out that it was going to be, oh, look, like it's this long race to the pit stop. There's going to be like this overtaking. It was such Ryan and Dusty bias at this point. Um <sighs> But it was, I suppose it was slightly more interesting for me because I thought I got spoiled that Lulu and Lala were eliminated. So then when it came down to the final two, I'm like, there's, like, I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, how is this happening? Is this for like the one time when the team that leaves first is actually going to get eliminated? Did they really miss the pharmacy by that much? Uh, and I was just waiting, but I was like, surely not. Where's the like, you've got to go for like this classic like overhead shot where you can see both of the teams like in picture. And then when it didn't happen, I'm like, I'm so confused. What's happening here? And then, obviously, they don't get eliminated. They finish ahead of Farun and Natalia. And I had just uh, been fake spoiled. <laughs> well, better than being real spoiled. So This is true. And it made the ending more exciting. So um, You got the, like, special edition of the episode that we <laughs> get to watch. So I guess it was more exciting for you than it would be for us. But still pretty... <laughs> stock standard boring but it's it's saved we get to see this race continue out next episode where all five teams continue racing we're gonna see Arun and Natalia and Lulu and Lala have their rematch again um yeah and that's pretty much it um no elimination sorry we haven't updated our predictions in a while I mean obviously we updated last time but it's been pretty slow going for this it's really uh, wild that they're doing, like, every other week. Like, I was sure that they were going to cut somebody and then do a non-elimination at four. At, but no, they're just it's just every other week right now. Do we know I how many more? This, I was okay. just going to say, I hate the new starting, like, segment, like, that we, they're leaving in, like, groups. Mm-hmm. And I know it's to do with the whole like COVID thing and and whatever, but I feel like it just adds to this incentive, particularly for like the top two teams to work together. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just going to get exactly the same thing next episode with Kim and Penn and Raquel and Kayla just working together. Because why wouldn't you? You've got a fifteen minute head start on the teams behind you. Just navigate together, work together through the challenges, and you'll finish like in the same two positions. It's just it's frustrating. Yeah, I agree. Do we know the amount of episodes left? How many legs or anything? No, I don't know anything. And I take that, Jared, you don't either? I feel like there's four left. That seems like a lot. Yeah, that means we have at least another lot of elimination. Like, mm. for sure. And then they'll probably eliminate somebody partway through the finale again. <laughs> okay. Love that twist. <laughs> But we're, it's crazy because we're still at final five and like they at least have three teams go to the finale. And if you're going to have a, like a four, like it's just too much now. Like we're at so few teams. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like 
is next week another mm-hmm. not elimination? It's just going to be confusing and chaotic. Maybe but they'll like, have a um, continue racing leg in there. Yeah, I, I'm sure they will. Like sometimes they do rarely, but sometimes they'll do like a thing where it's like to be continued, and they like don't finish the leg. Mm, yeah. So I'm like mm-hmm. wondering maybe something like that could happen. They like leave on a dramatic note, and like they have I don't know how, but like something like that could happen. That would be exciting more than mm. another non-elimination. I hate to be continues. <laughs> well, thanks for ruining my good idea. It's not exciting. Well, we know with like a non-elimination legs that they just don't even chuck in speed bumps anymore. So I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. And are we going to get like a U-turn this season at all? It feels like a bit late to put one in. There's yeah, definitely that... no fast forward, right? <laughs> No, I I think they would have shown it in the preview. I don't think I saw anything like that. I really think that if if it was coming next week, that they would have advertised it as some kind of drama. Mm. Pretty bare bones they're cutting it this season. No crazy twists. But yeah, that was this episode. I yeah, we managed to talk a little over half an hour about it, which is (laughs) nothing really happened. So, not bad, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you. And Jared, you did good. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Keep, Keep it up. Good so job, buddy. Right now. <laughs> Gold stars for everyone. Mm, chin up, champ. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll be here next week. Uh, I don't know who's going to be here. Maybe Chris will probably be here. She's usually here. Mm, here probably, not me. probably not me. Oh, okay. Well, way to ruin what I was just saying. Sorry. <laughs> I already told you. I know, but I forgot. Um, Jared, you're probably too busy, right? Oh, who knows? Somebody's going to have to step up into the researcher role, which uh, <laughs> oh, I know. shotgun not doing that. <laughs> Colin? <laughs> it's funny. I, was, I wasn't even here, and I did research into the uh, bungee jump. Uh, what, like, whatever you guys were talking about, I, like, did a bunch of research into that, even though I wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're dedicated. I, I am. I'm just why you I'm have, just curious. That's why you have such a backlog of TV episodes to watch because you end up researching bungee jumps. Literally, me watching TV is sitting on IMDb looking through people's credits. Like, that's all I do when I'm watching, like, uh, scripted TV. It's not great. <laughs> Maybe just keep the phone away. <laughs> I can't. I can't. But someone will be back here next week. Uh, I'll be here. Jared might be here. Kristen won't be here. And Colin, he's not as reliable as we thought. <laughs> so he's going to be a researcher. And yeah, that's it. Uh, goodbye. I don't know. Goodbye. Thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the oznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.